If you're tuned into politics at all, uh, if you're tuned into your school district or really wanting to find out how schools across the country are handling their curriculum, you may have heard about critical race theory. What exactly is critical race theory? What are some other things that may be associated with it but not yet labeled critical race theory? And what is this thing that the largest national teachers union says they're not teaching in schools but yet they're going to fund a legal defense fund to fight against states that are prohibiting such curriculum it can get really convoluted real quick uh and you can also uh hear how uh, different sides of the issue uh can can really find uh some arguments to be had uh but what's going on here uh well one side of the argument is uh those who oppose this type of teaching calling it divisive um we're joined by awake illinois president uh shannon uh thank you for taking time with us this morning uh shannon adcock runs the website awakeil.com uh and thanks for taking time with us this morning it's uh it's a a touchy subject, uh, something I really haven't delved into too far, but I keep seeing more and more of this, and we've seen some headlines this week uh, that uh, really is bringing it into the forefront of people's minds, especially with the uh, National Teachers Unions uh, t- talking about this issue. Uh, but we've also had lawsuits filed in this state against the Evanston School District. Um, we're seeing these things pop up elsewhere as well. So thanks for taking time with us this morning. How you doing? Great, Greg. Thank you so much for having me. Good to be here. So tell us about your organization, how long has it been around, and why did you start Awake Illinois? Sure. So uh, I have three young children. Um, My husband and I live in Naperville, and I actually, over the course of the past year, uh, reopened schools cause, opted to run for our local school district, our Board of Education. Um, Indian Prairie School District 204 is the fourth largest district in Illinois, And as a mom, I saw it as an extension of my volunteerism and opted to run. And it was during the course of that run, um, early in in 2021, when we were doing these forums um, as candidates, that the concept of culturally responsive teaching came into play um, in some of these forums. And so it was new to me at that time. And I saw that it was being practiced in our district by certain teachers who I would say are are what you could call activist teachers. Um, They really subscribe to this concept of, uh, you know, racial uh, topics in the classroom. And one particular fifth grade teacher tweeted, quote, should white people slash all people teach their kids about oppression, end quote. And that was when I said, hmm, this is something I really need to educate myself on. And really had no idea that, that it, it could be it could be even implemented in the classroom, and sure enough, it is. And, you know, fast forward, uh, didn't make it to the Board of Education. Uh, I think they saw me coming, you know, from a mile away and said, oh, boy, she's not really in our <laughs> our ideological camp. And uh, I was very transparent about my concerns. You know, this is a violation of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. A lot of progress was made in civil rights. Why would we want this regression in our classrooms with our purest of young minds learning? Um, and, and we do have a diverse community, and I've said we have – this wonderful community of diverse cultures, um, over 100 languages spoken, and why would we want to incorporate this division in the classroom? It's, it's regressive. So uh, I, after uh, two days after the election, uh, said, okay, this wasn't where I meant to be, so the advocacy won't stop. And I launched Awake Illinois with this great group of parents who just want the best for all of our communities to be united and not see our upcoming generations be divided. 
so this is empowering parents throughout Illinois now to educate themselves on what could be happening in the classroom and have a dialogue with your school districts on your expectations, um, not wanting this division with your children's public education. We're talking with Shannon Adcock. She's the president of Awake Illinois. The website is awakeil.com. You can find out more about the organization. Uh, They post regularly updates about various school districts. Um, Shannon, you know, before we talk about, I guess, the lay of the land for Illinois, uh, I guess just respond to some of the the people out there who may say, what's wrong with teaching about race in schools? And uh, what's wrong with teaching about Uh, Say, for instance, that there are those who are oppressors and those who are victims. Why is that not uh, not good to teach in schools? Right. Well, nobody is saying that history shouldn't be taught. Um, We have to learn about the transgressions of, of human history so that we don't repeat those mistakes. But what we're seeing here is far different than teaching history. In fact, it's hard to find really, you know, accredited books on history or on lessons of America or, you know, anything throughout the world, what you're seeing is what I call a dissection of our children. You are having students segregated by their color, by their sexuality, by their any number of filters that an activist teacher could choose and saying, so because of your skin color, you are the problem. And because of your skin color, you will never make it in life because of this intangible systemic problem in one of the greatest countries in the world. And so it's, to me, extremely anti-Americanism. It's anti-child, and I believe it to be child abuse. Teach history. There's no question about that. But when you begin filtering students, this is a problem, and it's a violation, constitutional violation. You can still teach history, and you can teach the golden rule. You can teach good citizenship. You can teach kids to be good kids, right? What happened to the citizenship award? And now we have this, this hypersensitive activism that is going to be totally counterproductive to any, you know, quote, noble cause of, um, you know, seeing a perpetuation of racism. This is, in fact, racism. And Ibram Zendi is, you know, one of the latest, uh, you know, priests of this religion. And he says you need racism to fight racism. It's the most, we've entered a realm of the absurd. Shannon, uh, we talked just touched on it uh the the evanston school district getting a lawsuit filed against them uh we actually shared that story with our audience last week uh the chicago tribune had a spread about it and other uh online publications had news stories about it uh and ultimately it's a teacher who says that uh the, the district up there is uh teaching uh racist policies and forcing uh that's to be uh taught to school kids what else is going on across the state outside of uh evanston illinois Right. It's happening. It's happening in the classroom. And very often this type of discussion or compelled speech is not coming home. You know, textbooks aren't coming home. There's so much digital education now that these slides, these these very you know divisive topics of, you know, how do you feel about white privilege? How would you define your inherent biases? You know, these things are happening in the classroom. Um, Social-emotional curriculum is a way that it's being um, decimated in the school district. Big bucks behind that. So parents really have to pay attention to what the discussions are at school. Ask the district administrators, the curriculum uh, directors, the teachers for the slides, for the curriculum. Really have that open dialogue because it's easy to slip by the parents. And it's starting young. 
And with this latest bill with uh, 0818, you know, it's coming from the top down. The state is actually promoting a lot of this this divisive stuff. But we as the taxpayers are funding it, and we have to talk to our local school boards about whether or not they're going to adopt this type of stuff. So it, it's sneaky, and uh, parents have to be paying attention. It, it can really it can infiltrate quick, quite quickly. And then you have these other districts. Um, Naperville was one of them. They were uh, highlighted in the Federalist for this panorama survey and then for the staff training where they were having to, um, you know, show their inherent biases on a pyramid of white privilege. I mean, it was extremely divisive, extreme violations of civil rights, and it was extremely expensive, thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, Parents are seeing these surveys being given to their kids, and sometimes they're being uh, implemented at school where parents don't even see the kids answering the questions about how do they feel about their white teachers, how do they feel about the race of their teachers. I mean, this is, it's extreme, and it's radical, and it's totally unnecessary with our publicly funded schools. Um, It's regressive. It's bad. Shannon, is this only happening in in public schools, uh, or do we also see this kind of mission creep uh, in in some private institutions? It can happen in private, um, but I'm not seeing that too much um, because the the private schools, they have more liability. They can lose tuition, right? They can lose enrollment, and then there goes their institution. So they they listen to the... uh, the people who are paying the tuition bills, right? And and they tend to be uh, parochial. They tend to have their own, uh, you know, not-so-radical agenda. But it's still incumbent upon parents to pay attention to the books the kids are reading, to the discussions they're having. It just takes one activist teacher to overstep their bounds. And like I said, it could be a noble sense of noble cause, but it's a violation of the Civil Rights Act and of certain constitutional constitutional rights. Um, but what we have put forth at AwakeIL.com is a policy on equality and civil rights in education. Highly recommend people take a look at that because it's meant to protect not just students, but also staff. Like we saw that brave uh, teacher out of Evanston who has this suit pending. You know, a lot of these teachers do not want to teach this stuff, um, but they feel trapped. And so this policy is meant for uh, taxpayers, educators, parents to propose to their school district and say, hey, we are going to preserve the integrity of our Constitution, state and federal, and we're going to keep that divisive curricula and segregationist approach to education out of our classrooms. Shannon Adcock is the president of Awake Illinois, the website AwakeIL.com. I'll talk briefly about that website and what you're looking for people to do there as well, where they can get information about what's going on uh, and some of your guys' thoughts about um, uh, various different types of uh, divisive things happening with schools. Uh, But I want to get your reaction to uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker. Uh, Last month, he was asked about critical race theory and the criticism around it. He seemed to just dismiss the critics, saying that it was more of like a wedge issue that Republicans are trying to push uh, to, to highlight this this as an issue. Uh, what's your response to not just the governor, but those who may say that there's nothing here? Uh, they're full of it. Uh, you know, first of all, this is this policy on equality and civil rights in education. It has dozens of terms that critical race theory and this 20th century neo uh, you know, Marxist doctrine can fall under. It's very sneaky, and they're always changing the terminology. Our district, culture-responsive teaching. Um, you know, it, it sounds so noble, right? It sounds, how could you not want to respect other cultures? Um, but it's definitely happening, and when you have the 
teachers union, the national teachers union, saying that they want this taught and they will defend in court teachers who are teaching it. This is ideological war right now. It's a nonviolent ideological war, and our children are at the heart of it, and parents are awake, and we are going to fight it. So Randy Weingarten and all of these uh, goofs can go ahead and say whatever they want, but we, the parents, are no longer standing for it, um, and we have a lot of power in that. And nobody can trump the Constitution of the United States of America. Shannon, finally here, um, tell us what you want people to do with your website. I see a couple of different chapters that have already popped up. Are you wanting parents from all across the state to send you what they're seeing and to maybe uh, you know provide some tips on uh, what's happening in their school districts? What do you want people to do with the website, awakeil.com? Sure, yep. So we're updating it with resources daily. Uh, we do have chapters launching. Some parents just really want to mobilize their communities, start speaking up at their board meetings, and we're equipping people to do that. Um, those of us who are in the reopen schools cause and were advocating against CRT um, before, you know, everybody was tuned into Loudoun County and this national discussion, we took the punches. You know, we were called white supremacists. We were called horrible things, um, the height of accusations. But we took the punches and we launched this website so that any parent who's feeling like, where do I start? has a starting point, makes it easy for you to have some templates, some verbiage, and some resources to present to your district in a way that is polished, that is clear, and that is indisputable in its, um, in its design. So you can contact us on the website. Um, we have numerous social platforms where we're getting information out to people, and, it, and some really transformative things are starting to happen, not just with um, critical race theory, but with also the um, the health rights of students right now, with people not knowing what's going to happen with the new uh, the start of the school year in, in the Illinois State Board of Education and Illinois Department of Public Health. So we're equipping people to uh, to fight for their rights. A lot going on there, Shannon. I'm going to have to have you on again in the future uh, to talk about that particular issue uh, when it comes to COVID-19 protocols uh, and how a lot of school districts still don't know what they're going to do. Uh, so greatly appreciate you taking the time. Let's connect again soon, okay? Thank you, Greg.